right here. I'm Bill Ingram, and this is Welcome to Texas, a show about Texas history, lifestyle, and faith here in the Lone Star State. On today's show, we'll learn how Austin became the capital city of the Republic of Texas. We'll also hear about the Texas Memorial Museum, and we'll also learn that it is really time now, more so than ever, to come to know Jesus. That's all coming up on today's Welcome to Texas. Hope On Demand is a brand new mobile app where you can see videos, listen to podcasts, read blogs, and articles to help you grow in your faith. Download the mobile app now on iOS and Android. Just search for Hope On Demand. In January 1939, funds totaling $225,000 were allocated for gathering and preparing materials for exhibits of natural and civic history and for furnishing and equipping the Texas Memorial Museum. It was established as part of the Texas Centennial Celebration Bill of 1935. University of Texas anthropology professor James E. Pierce had been going to bat for a museum like this for years. Unfortunately, he never saw it come to reality. He died just a few short months before it opened. The state of Texas transferred ownership to the University of Texas at Austin in 1959. It was closed for renovation at some point for a while, but it reopened in January of 2004. The Texas Memorial Museum attracts some 35,000 visitors a year. It houses more than 5 million specimens and was mostly collected and researched by University of Texas scientists and students. Probably the most popular exhibit is the remains of a pterosaurus, the known largest flying beast ever found with a 40-foot wingspan. The Texas Memorial Museum is located on the University of Texas campus at Austin. Hope on Demand has a brand new podcast called The Art of Friendship. It's hosted by my friend and author, Kim Weir. It's all about creating and keeping relationships that matter. Look for it now wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search for The Art of Friendship. The time has come to get to know Jesus. We've waited long enough. Why am I telling you this? Well, last week I lost a very good friend of mine. His name is Eddie. He had some medical issues lately, but fortunately he was saved. He knew Jesus. He gave his heart to Jesus some years ago. He was blessed with a wife, his girls, and a sister-in-law that surrounded him with the love of Christ. But what would have happened if he died and not yet been saved? That would have been a very bad and sad situation. Don't wait until it's too late. None of us know when our last day on earth is, and things can change in a split second. If you don't know Jesus, let me explain something to you. Knowing Jesus is not a religion. There are plenty of religious people not getting into heaven. Knowing Jesus is a relationship. You don't have to go to a formal training. You don't have to pay any money to anybody because Jesus Christ has already paid the debt. Your salvation is yours for the asking. It's a gift, a free gift from Jesus. Just say, Jesus, I know I'm a sinner and I want to invite you into my heart. I ask that you forgive me of my sins, and I pray that you watch over me all the days of my life. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Then I would strongly recommend that you open your Bible and read the book of John. I'm not saying don't read the Bible. 
read the entire Bible eventually, but start with the book of John because that is a good place. Hope on Demand has a podcast called Anything But Quiet Time. It's hosted by my good friends, Rochelle and Carter. Each week, they have fun and insightful conversation about what they're learning in their quiet time. You can download it now wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search for anything but quiet time. The very first capital of the Republic of Texas was Columbia back in 1836, the year that Texas won its independence from Mexico. It was only the capital, though, for about three months. After that, the capital city moved to Houston. But in 1839, the second president of the Republic, Mary Bobby Lamar, inspected a site on the Colorado River. He was impressed by its beauty, natural resources, and its central location. The Republic of Texas purchased more than 7,700 acres in and around the city of Waterloo. The city's name was later changed to Austin to honor Stephen F. Austin, the father of Texas. But because of the remote location, many Texans didn't like it. They thought it made the capital vulnerable to attacks by Mexican forces and Indians. When Sam Houston was elected to his second term as president in 1842, he ordered the government to return to the city of Houston and then signed an executive order making Washington on the Brasses, which is present-day Brenham, the capital. However, the Constitution of 1845 provided that Austin remained as the capital for five years. At that time, a vote was required to choose a permanent capital. After all was said and done, Austin won out. out of here grinning like a possum. I'm Bill Ingram, and this has been Welcome to Texas, a show about Texas history, lifestyle, and faith here in the Lone Star State. I hope you enjoy today's show, and I hope you'll join me again for Welcome to Texas. <laughs>